Well, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Dan, and I've uh, been gone a couple days over to Arizona. Got to be with my son and uh, play a little golf and uh, just eat out and hang with him. So a great pleasure, part of retirement, is getting a chance to, to be with our son a little more. This is God Talk number 80. We've been in a kind of a transformation series, and uh, we're going to get right to the core of it here today in a sermon I call Gift or Grit. Most of you that know me well know that I come from the Venden family. My mother's a Venden. This is going to be less and less relevant uh, as the years go by because my uncle, who was uh, probably the most well-known, pastored huge churches and spoke everywhere in the world, wrote many, many books, has been passed away now a number of years. But he had a theme that has been highly debated. He reacted to the idea that the way we get transformed is by grit. Uh, We're saved by Jesus and by grace. He forgives our sins. But in terms of now, it's up to us to change, to become like Jesus. And he wanted to say it's not by grit. It's not by sweat. It is not by teeth clenching. uh, But it is the same way that we're saved by grace. It's all Jesus. We just give ourselves to him and he transforms us and he does the work and he fights the battles and so on. And that was the theme he gave his life to and uh, we've had many conversations about it the famous story which i'm sure you've heard uh, is about the the man trying to drive his way to heaven there's a whole story about it and it's um las vegas and uh empire state building and this offer i'll give you my city or jesus says and i'll give you my city so after giving up on las vegas and taking a car and beginning to drive in your volkswagen beetle on the highway to heaven it looks like all the other cars are coming the other way almost impossible pretty soon you're driving on the shoulder and then a big semi truck comes around smashes into you you're off in the ditch next to the highway your car is smashed you're beat up and someone in a white suit puts his head through the window and says can i help you uh you want me to fix the car great you can do that you want me to drive for you and you slide over and you let him drive well you can guess how the story goes after a while you see how he drives somehow all the trucks and all the cars get out of the way and uh, you say okay i think i got it now okay you go ahead you drive and of course we get smashed by the semi truck again and gradually we learn to let him drive and we get out of the way and let him fight the battle him drive rather than keeping driving hand in the car driving off to go see disneyland or las vegas or other distractions along the way whenever jesus drives all the trucks stay out of the way all the cars and we can go 200 miles an hour when we drive we get smashed and get beat up over to the side so there's a very popular parable that he used and wrote a book about it and preached it everywhere but there were those who said it's too easy that's a rocking chair religion uh, quietistic you just give your life to jesus turn it over to him dallas home had a great song i'm leaving the driving to him you know getting in the back seat what is our part how active are we in this whole plan of salvation Do we let go and let God? Or is it some sort of a partnership that we're involved? Philippians 2.12, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's the great gift part. Or what about Philippians 2.13, the next verse? 
For it is God who works in you to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Is it God who does it all? And there are texts and quotes on both sides. First Corinthians 9, 25 to 27, everybody who competes in the games goes into strict training. I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Eight times, the Bible says, make every effort. Christ's Object Lesson 331, character reserved by individual effort, by hard, stern battles with self. Conflict after conflict must be waged against hereditary tendencies. Sounds like a lot of grit. <laughs> but what about the other side, Romans 6.23? But the gift of God is eternal life. Matthew 11.30, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, come unto me. I will give you rest. John 15:5. I am the vine. You are the branches. If anyone abides in me and I in them, they will bear much fruit. Sounds like it's a relationship. It's a gift. People have asked me to try to come up with uh, other metaphors um, besides the letting Jesus drive the car. Maury said, well, you know, you're the car, you're the engine driving, but you're letting Jesus drive it. You know, you're you're active and not just sitting in a rocking chair waiting for Jesus to do everything. So he tried to find a balance. What about video games like the Wii controller that was out for a while? And uh, you have it in your hand and you make motions and that makes tennis balls go or whatever the game is. But, you know, there's an awful lot of electronics that are really doing it. But you're involved. You're waving the thing. So you're in the game. You're not just sitting in the passenger seat, but God is ultimately in control, manipulating the game. What about these famous airplane movies where all of a sudden an airplane uh, has a head, the captain has a heart attack and uh, there's no one left to fly the plane. So they come back and you've been a small airplane fly pilot. So they said, OK, you're the one. And all of a sudden an amateur or the stewardess is in the seat. They're running the plane and uh, moving the gears and reading the gauges. But someone in a fighter jet a few hundred feet away is watching you on radar and through the window and coaching you every single move to make. We're the ones actually living the life, but God is the one whispering in our ear every single thing to do. How about that metaphor? Or a football quarterback in a game. Uh, he actually goes out and plays the game, but he has hours and hours of training by the coach, watching movies, learning the plays, practicing the plays. He can change the play, but the coach calls in the number and the formation and who's going to run the ball, catch the pass. The, the quarterback has to go out and play, actually do it. But there's an awful lot that is already in the control of the coach of the team. How does that work? Maury Vinden liked the trolley in San Francisco. If you're on a steep hill going uphill and the trolley stops... You have two choices. You can get everyone out and try to push that trolley up the hill, or you can take that big gear and latch onto the cable, and the cable will pull you up. Your job is to latch onto the cable. The cable has the power to pull you up. So our job is a relationship. Have the relationship. Jesus provides all the power to be transformed. So our focus is on knowing Jesus. Which metaphor do you like? Or maybe there's some truth in all of them and maybe some problems with all of them. Anyway, that's all for today. So know what we're wrestling with. Is the normal Christian life a life of grit your teeth, clenching your teeth and blood, sweat and tears? Or is it a have a relationship with Jesus and Jesus fights all the battle or a combination of the two? So this is God Talk. We'll look forward to being with you tomorrow. Have a great day and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Mm -hmm.